Welcome back to Little Talk. Little Talk? Little Talks? Little Talks. Little Talks? Multiple Talks. doing this for a year, Roof. It's plural. Uh, I can't remember what happened yesterday. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to Little Talks. Today's February 1st, 2023. I am Roof. February 1st. Sam is in the house. Sam is physically in the office. Thank God. Yeah, we've had some bad weather the last few days. Or we've had some... yeah, it's not not good weather. I, w- I wouldn't call it, yeah. It was a little slick coming out of the neighborhood this morning. It was, but once you hit the main roads, it's fine. So uh, yeah. for those that are not in Tulsa, I think for most of our Oklahoma and Kansas folks, um, there's been some ice down here. Yeah. I wouldn't call it like ice Mageddon. I don't think it's that bad. No, but it was it's it was like it was a sleeting ice, then some little bit of snow, then some ice on top of that. So it was it was legit. Well, and as a lot of you know, uh, we have a lot of parents and obviously kiddos here at the mm-hmm. agency and old men and oh and old men that have just enjoyed the last Monday Tuesday working from home. I'm sure Mr. Nike over here has yeah. a really cool Nike sweatshirt for those watching the video. But I digress. And uh, yeah, it has been uh, work from home with. Children under the age of two at the Littlefield house. I, I, I will with say, a pregnant wife who oh wasn't God. feeling great, and so it's it did, was just did Tara go in or did she close the practice? She closed yesterday, um, and then I she wasn't she wasn't feeling super great in the afternoon. So oh. anyway, it's uh, I've had some weird working hours the last couple of days, but it's nice to be back. I was going to say um, I was talking to Chelsea about this yesterday. We we had a phone call, old school, not a Zoom or anything. Oh. She goes, "Can you call my phone?" I was like, "I'm." I guess that seems weird, but I did. Um, Yeah, we were talking about this, like, you know, during the pandemic when we were all working remotely, at first there was kind of an excitement and let's all, you know, let's all do this. But now when we have to work remotely, which we did for the last couple of days, um, it was not as fun. No, it's not nearly as fun. And we were like, yeah, we need people in person. We want to be there. I I will say I got a lot. I did get a lot done. I'd get to the end of the day and it's one of those right back during the pandemic times, I would hit five o'clock, six o'clock, seven o'clock and be like, oh, Oh, my work day's over. I need to make dinner and do other stuff. Yeah, for sure. I need to be with my family. So I was working on, but um, like I was realizing at the end of the day, I'd sit there and think, I actually got a lot done today. Oh my gosh. So it it was productive time. It's just, I prefer to be in the office. I am very jealous because I did not have much productivity, (laughs) but I got my work, I got what I needed to get done and I was going to lose it. But thank God. Daycare did a late start day at yeah. nine o'clock. We're running a little later on the podcast. Are, but yeah, it's a yeah. TPS is Tulsa Public is closed today. Most of the private schools are closed. But anyway, we uh, we're back. We, we move on. Um, we made on it. Monday, uh, it was. By the way, here we're gonna do a little. Should we do now? Cheers. All right. As you can see, we've got some orange juice, maybe a splash of champagne. And uh, Rube goes. I was like, yeah, man, this is for Brenda's thirtieth birthday. It was on happy, Monday. Happy birthday, happy birthday, to Brenda. Brenda. And uh, take a sip. And we have to take a sip. Yeah. So Brenda's birthday was Monday. So Rupa's was like, "Oh, is that why we have mimosas? <laughs> I just, I just thought we had mimosas, which, by the way, is not normal." <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Frequently, I will walk in and there will be I something mean, Sarah knows, has dude. made. There were yeah. brownies in there as well. Yeah, I guess that yeah, also for her those birthday. Brownies look really good. I had a smidge of water. So uh, Brenda, Brenda's, uh, she, this is cool. It's her golden birthday. She turned thirty on January thirtieth, and she called it her boot scoot and boogie into thirty. <laughs> Um, Brenda's so from, from deep Texas, from deep, by the yep, way. Down in Austin. And uh, anyway, happy birthday, Brenda. It's nice to celebrate you today at the agency. And on t- that note of birthdays. Yeah, uh, and, and on the birthday note, today's February 1st. Tomorrow is February 2nd. It's Groundhog Day. But my whole life, Groundhog Day has actually been known as Sam Roop, my father's birthday. What a guy. Sam Roop's birthday. I'm not going to say how old he's turning because I'd have to check. I, I stopped counting for him a while back. I hope people do that for me. Um, 
But my dad uh, is uh, celebrating his birthday tomorrow on Groundhog Day, and he gets the joke every year, even from me. Did you, did you see your shadow today? <laughs> and he's always a good sport about it. So happy birthday, Dad. Love you, and uh, I'll see you. I think we're getting together next weekend. I love that. And on February 1st, which is today, it is Kate Littlefield's 30th birthday. What? Yeah, I texted her this morning, and it just hit me. I didn't have it on the script here. But anyway, my little sister Kate turns 30 today, the, uh, the old dirty 30. So happy birthday happy to birthday, my, Kate. my little sister, and cheers to all the birthdays, oh, wow. man. Wow, that's, that's, that's that may a, be the most birthdays three we've... for three. Goodness gracious. Holy cow. Mm. Okay, mm, that's delicious. There's definitely more than orange juice in there. There is a hint <laughs> of something. Okay, we have uh, Super Bowl Sunday coming up, Rube. Yeah. We, we do we, our annual Super Bowl squares here we, at the agency. The teams are locked in. Teams are locked in. We've got the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. Who's your bet? Um, I'm going to root for the Chiefs. Okay. I like Mahomes great. I love that guy. Um, and they're local. I like the Chiefs, of course. Sure. But, dude, the Eagles are tough. So <sighs> if I were actually putting money on, and I don't usually bet on sports events like this other than squares. But I would probably bet on the Eagles. Man, that is. Uh, but root for the Chiefs. Does that make is, sense? No, that's that's fair. Um, what's your score? It's gonna be high. I'm gonna say 42-35. Whoa. Okay, he is going high. Yeah. All right. Uh, which, and, which is with kind the of, Eagles winning is your prediction? Yeah. But okay. you know the thing is, I always think these are, these are gonna be high. Pe- the Super Bowl they always play so conservative. For sure. I mean, <laughs> so this is... I don't know what the over under will be, but like these are teams that score points. So I'm gonna go. Um, I'm rooting for the Chiefs, and I think the Chiefs are gonna win. Okay. I think it's they've got a, a lot of good things going for them, even with some of the injuries they've been plagued with. And I'm gonna go Chiefs, twenty-seven to twenty-four. That's a pretty good one. And uh, I didn't they barely win? Oh, oh dude, yeah. Oh my gosh, field, last minute, last second field, field goal. goal, and Mahomes' leg, ankles yeah. bummed. No, and it's, all, uh, yeah, it, they're 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 hobbling in, but um, yeah, I'll be rooting for them. We'll see. They'll be here before we know it. Actually, this is cool. Sean Hubbard from Ditchwich last night. Let's drink to the Chiefs. Was that the, yeah, I'll drink, I'll drink to the Chiefs. <laughs> Sean Hubbard was uh, up in Lawrence, Kansas, watching the KU K State basketball game. He oh, yeah. was hooked up with some really cool tickets. Um, second row. Nice. And literally one seat in front of him and one seat to the right was the one and only Travis Kelsey. Literally just chilling. Man, that got guy- a full standing ovation from the arena. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. That guy has won me some fantasy football yeah. games. I, I'm a fan of his. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a, he said he's a beast. He said he's not as tall as you think he is. Cause he for, looks, for a tight end, yeah. I would yeah. assume he's kind of a big guy. Yeah, he, said, he, he said only 6'6". Six, six. So then again, he's comparing him to a bunch of Jayhawk players that are 6'9 and above. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is relative, right? So, Everything's relative. Anyway, we'll see. But we'll, we'll uh, dive into some digital trends. We've got a busy day ahead. So we're going to make this uh, short and concise. Yeah, but we'll we're get right to the it. first topic. Okay, so you guessed it. Uh, it. By the way, today's February 1st. You should probably, as we're recording this, be getting the email. Yes, for, you, our, for our digital trends email. If you don't, let us know. And also, if you want the email, you can sign up and subscribe to that at the website, littlefieldagency.com. Um, but anyhow, little, little Bits, that's the companion uh, discussion little topic, email, little talks, article thing that we first do. Little bit. So uh, this, you know, last month we, we really led with a lot. It was a lot of Twitter kind of catch up with Elon Musk purchase and kind of troubles at Twitter. And there are some of those in this month as well. But uh, really, I mean, the game this month is uh, chat GPT and the AI, which we spent the last two podcasts talking about. Today, we're only going to kind of talk about it a little yep. bit in terms of an update, but we're going to talk about it a lot probably this year. Is chat GPT like the equivalent of what we talked about with TikTok last year? 
You know what I mean? It's heading that way. Yeah. Oh, wow. How are we going to work those two together? Well, we'll work oh, on I'm that. Sure, that's that. Sure someone's on that. Anyway, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So last one, I think we mentioned this a week or so ago. Google got everyone together in a room at, at the Google offices, and, and the, the employees were concerned that their bosses did not have a strategy to answer chat GPT. Chat GPT, pretty easily you can see how it would replace a search engine. Like, and even make it better. Like, you oh know. Oh, my goodness. Like, not just show you so what intuitive. you're looking for, but, like, give you a lot more context and kind of thought uh, around it so anyhow the employees got together with it they requested a meeting apparently and the the high-ups were like hey man this is not vetted out it, it we have a brand to protect we're we're on it but don't we got worry. money to make yeah, don't sure. worry about it that was their point two weeks ago well flash forward i think three days and um they're trying to build their own rival chat gpt chatbot uh, the race for AI dominance is on, it reads. Google is apparently feeling the heat from the sudden interest in AI-enabled chatbot systems. And according to a recent report from the New York Times, that's a reputable rag. Google has ear- earmarked plans to demonstrate a version of its search engine with chatbot features this year. They've got, and it says they've got 20 other AI-powered projects. Uh, one other note on this, which you and I were talking about very briefly this morning. Yeah, please. That's good There's been that. a ton of tech layoffs lately. Um HubSpot, our beloved HubSpot, laid off 500 people uh, yesterday. Um, yeah, not our boy. No, I don't. I don't think so. I haven't heard, but I don't I think so. Probably checking with Kyle. <laughs> I need to check on Kyle. Um, got HubSpot laid off. Google Amazon, laid off. Google, Amazon. Yeah, yep, all of them. All of them. And this Forbes article was kind of looking at this and saying, "Well, what's going on here? Why? Why is tech laying all these folks off? Is you know? Because I think everyone's first reaction would be, "Oh, it's the economy," but you know, is it really? And as it turns out. Um, a lot of these layoffs are because they had overhired during the pandemic, which yep. makes sense. Check. A third of them are HR people, which makes sense when you've overhired. Yep. And the number one reason, according to the Forbes article, that as they were kind of looking at all these layoffs and things going on with these companies, were most of them are trying to scrap together money to either buy into Chat GPT or build their own version, which Google's doing here. So Chat GPT wasn't replacing anyone's job. That's not what they were doing. They were needing money to invest in a technology like this. That's totally. how disruptive it is. So a lot of the layoffs you're hearing about are people trying to, or companies trying to, um, you know, thin down after after what, what they went through during the pandemic, uh, coupled with answering the chat GPT question of how, how do we, because, you know, like we don't need to build a chat GPT no. at Lowfield uh, HD. We just need to know how to use it, which exactly. we do and we're getting better at. Um, but if you're Google... You need to have some sort of answer to this. You're a technology company, one of the technology leaders of the world, and this is a big deal. Well, and here's it. Like, I put my um, my switch, C, switch my into C coffee suite, for a second. Yeah, right. <laughs> I put my C-suite hat on, and I'm a Google exec. I, I appreciate the employees' points of view of, hey, we got to combat this or figure this out. Yeah. Surely, Google's there's some pretty smart cooks you, in that kitchen. You would hope. They and and like the fact that they are. Uh, already announcing this like i don't know if they just put a bunch of engineers in a room and boom it's just been an absolute wild time yeah given that they've got 20 other ai powered projects surely they've been working on something along something these lines for quite longer than the thing that that's months the thing that people forget about google that uh, rock on i used to talk about this a lot they have a lot more failed projects than they have successes no, they, a lot they, of those guys do they used to be really kind of the king of throwing stuff against the wall and seeing what would stick and um I, I suspect we're about to go through a version of that with whatever they come up with with their AI answer. So we're going to see all kinds of stuff. It says at least 20, all kind, probably more than that. But all these projects coming out of Google this year centered around ChatGPT or AI or whatever they end up calling theirs. 
Some of them will probably be pretty good and useful, and most of them will probably fail. Um, we may never even they may never see the light. Some of day. we may never see the light of day. But like Google's pretty good at this. And the last time they did this, that everyone everyone will remember this because I talked about it all the time seven years ago, when social media became a big deal. Google said, "Hey man, that's a pretty good idea. You can learn about users by the things they tell you uh, on their social channels. We need a social channel." So Facebook was exploding, and they said, "Well, we got it. We're going to call it Google, Google Plus. Plus." And they rolled it out so fast and so thin that it sucked, and nobody wanted to adopt it. It got better as time went on. I actually preferred it as a social channel for quite a while based on features and stuff. But no one was there. No one adapted it. So that's kind of what I hope they're trying to do now is not just throw something out, but really make sure it's it's, it's baked. And um, I think that they have a good shot at it. Like, like they're not going to – I don't know what they're going to do. But um, anyhow, the, Google's one to watch here because – they're wild, man. They'll do. <laughs> oh, no, totally. They do all kinds no, of crazy and, stuff. I mean, and the the R and D alone. I mean, they're they've got they've got something cooking, and it's just a matter of there has. You're right. How, though, how they roll this out. There has to have been a department already on it, and then well, this happened, and they're like, "How fast can you can you?" Do you, you think you think about the guys at Apple? I mean, so right, the next iPhone is released in September. They've got twenty different iPhones for 20 years from now that will obviously adapt. Like, they're just always yeah. working through things, learning things. And those guys got capital. To, absolutely. Yeah. No, for sure. So, anyway, stay stay tuned. Um, this is going to be just really fascinating how this plays out. I will give a shout-out to uh, Regent Bank. Uh, Brandon Gaffney po- commented on our LinkedIn post oh, yeah. saying how he's using uh, ChatGPT for his brand. And I, I appreciated the just the – the thoughts there, Brandon, and it's uh, he, he actually did something similar to what you'd done recently in the sense of a content outline. Yeah. and right? it, it, Like looking at the structure of the site, et cetera. It's, it's smart. It, it's a sounding board. This morning, one of our designers, Natasha, was asking me about a color I had mentioned, electric blue. Um, <laughs> and and it wasn't the right blue. She kept showing me blues. I'm like, this isn't it. This isn't too it. Electric, too electric. Too electric. Not electric enough. And uh, she said, well, can we, can we ask the robot? And I said, sure. So we asked like ChatGPT, mm-hmm. show me a uh, really cool electric blue that's not too plain. And then we had to refine it a couple times, and it, it gave us an answer that she's working on right now. So it's pretty good when you're, like, needing a question. See how, how, how that's, like, kind of different than Google? Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't have to go searching through results. No, sure, it was sure. like, no, here's what you want. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. It's, it's yeah. a, that's a great it, example. It was really good. If you guys are using ChatGPT out there in your daily life or tr- attempting to or trying to come up with applications for it we would love to hear what those are and we will 100 percent give you a shout out on the podcast for uh letting for us it. know yeah um so transitioning into topic number two here linkedin okay we're gonna switch gears are old now linkedin to 900 million members what? 900 million members it continues to see record levels of engagement <clears throat> so here's here's the interesting thing L- record levels right yeah i want to put that in quotations yeah there's this shady. is in-app engagement in the most recent quarter um, the platform has reported 18% growth in total user sessions, and that's according to the latest data. So here, here's the thing, right? Those are impressive numbers. Um, Microsoft owns them. <laughs> yep. Let's say that up front. We're trying to, again, the, the whole point of this podcast is just we're, we're always, wow, you're ahead of me, aren't you? Rube's pointing to his mimosa glass I started here. earlier. And, uh, but we're trying to keep an eye out on all platforms, the latest and greatest, and even yeah. those that have been around a little bit longer. And, again, how is how are you as a b2b brand using linkedin um we think of it primarily as a, a massive thought leadership opportunity showing hey we're we're a smart brand and networking opportunity and for networking your sales opportunities folks, yeah. hey hire obviously hiring i mean i feel like recruitment and hiring i just feel like that's i would love to see the metrics of these 900 million users well if you want to read the article because it's probably in your inbox when we get out of here yep um there Actually are some there is some kind of interesting kind of 
shade to this that the article points out. And Microsoft shade isn't shady. Shady, a little, just shy of shady. They, they just shy of shady. They're kind of like not baking the numbers, but they kind of like we all would do. They kind of present them in the best possible light. The last time I checked, LinkedIn had I think four hundred million users, so they've more than doubled. Okay. But, you know, I think what they're going by is active users in a, like, 45-day period. They're, they're extending the metric so that it sounds better. I'm not going to poo-poo on LinkedIn like I used to. I, I actually, I told Sam I'm proud of you, by that the way. this is the year of LinkedIn for Roop. I'm trying to embrace it and really find better ways to leverage and use it for us and for, you know, the brands we work with. Um, it has its place. But $900 million is kind of impressive because that, that knocks them out of this kind of Pinterest, Twitter level yep. into closer uh, to the billion, you know, the billion it's club. A big deal, the big. They're, they're getting there, um, but anyhow, yeah, they're, you got to kind of take some of the grain of salt. They're they're kind of crazy. Read the article, you'll see. They're, it's too it's too complicated and boring a math to get into in a podcast. But um, well, and I'd like to provide one more tip in the sense of LinkedIn. It's it is great for brands to be you got constantly be active. You, you need to be there, of course. We've also taken I don't even want to call it an influencer approach, but an individual approach, right? If you are Sam from Littlefield yeah. Agency, I'm, I'm sharing Littlefield Agency's post. That's great for reach and engagement and impressions. But you know, what, what are your thoughts, right? Like people want to hear from subject matter experts. Yeah. Um, let's take Ditchwitch or Grasshopper for example, right? Ditchwitch posts something that's great, but if it is a specific product manager from Ditchwitch and his point of view on the article that is related to that line of equipment, that's interesting. Yeah, um, HubSpot does this really well. I've noticed they're really good. No, at they're, lot of, they're good at a lot of things. They're really good. Um, but they have personalities that kind of represent different areas of their business. One of the guys named Kyle. I forget his last name. Not not our, our Kyle. Uh, different okay. Kyle. And I think his name's Kyle. And uh, and I saw him at the the thing I went to, the inbound, and he was like a celebrity there. Mm. But like I started following him on LinkedIn too, and he's announcing product and feature releases before they come out. Like he's, it's just him. Um, He does a little demo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he does a lot of kind of cool stuff like that. So I think when people follow a person and not the brand page, if they're following the CEO of a business or the president of a business or the R&D VP of a business, it's because they want some inside info. They want to know, like, what's the real dirt? What's going on? So, um, and that had to, that had to be bad stuff. Like, oh. if for HubSpot, it's exciting. Like, oh, my gosh, this feature sounds great. When do I get it? Now now they've got me calling my rep and saying, hey, I just saw this thing on LinkedIn. Suck post. Yep. Right. That's how it works. So, like, so it, it's engagement on a, on a more meaningful level for a business if you have meaningful things to share there. I love that. I love it. Okay, that, that's why I'm at in January, in February. We'll see at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Which will, I mean, it's going to fly now. Now that we're in February, the year truly flies. That's yeah. just the way it goes. Yeah, here we go. We're going to snap it at summer. So, anywho, that is all we have for today. As Roop alluded to, you will get our little bits email if you haven't already. Be on the lookout for that. Um, we'll have this right up. We will go live later today. Yep. And uh, happy February! Wow. Yeah. January seems slow, but it kind of went by fast. You know what I mean? Oh, I think it was the slowest month I've ever. Yeah, no, it, it, it always is for me. But then, like, I'm like, holy cow! I feel like it, we just came back from the new year, so I don't know. In my head, I'm always like, wow, two weeks ago was Ben's my son's birthday, <laughs> yeah, and, and I then know, right? when I hit his birthday, I was like, man, just two weeks ago, or three weeks ago, it was Christmas, <laughs> and so I have this constant <laughs> thing. Of just a couple weeks ago, <laughs> was a big just, thing. And I think you just described life. Yeah, you're right. Okay, well, for those in the Midwest, stay warm. Nice thing is, there's some 60 degree weather headed at least to Tulsa. I saw uh, that this weekend. Thank goodness, I'm ready for some sunshine. Well, we're going to get it. For those that are not in the Midwest, you probably need to stay warm as well. Yes. Unless you're on the coast. Stay warm, stay dry. Yes, for sure. We will see you. Cheers, and catch you next week. Adios. Bye-bye.